Welcome to CTO Confessions with TC Gill. Brought to you by IT Labs. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of CTO Confessions is brought to you by the one and only IT Labs, providing technology leaders with purpose-driven development teams for high-performance, innovation and productivity. What more could you want? Please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing quality, high-performing teams off that shelf. And your host today is me, TC Gill, IT Labs Chief Talking Officer, and I'm speaking from London, UK. And in this episode, we're talking to a CTO that has a passion around circular economies and business ecosystems. Our guest, Henrik, joins us to share his enlightening stories and knowledge. So welcome, Henrik. Welcome to CTO Confessions Podcast. Thank you very much, and we look very much forward to Brilliant. Excellent. And so tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do and who do you work for? Yep. I mean, I work for, for, uh, for, for DXC, uh, DXC Technology as a chief technology officer. Um, DXC is an uh, uh, IT service market leader. Um, we have more than what is 130,000 employees and we are we're worldwide and, and have offices, I think it's more than 70 countries. So uh, an, an, a fascinating company to work for. Um, wow. I work in the uh, uh, as a CTO for the uh, for, for the Nordics and Eastern Europe, um, and it is it, the purpose is really to be you can say kind of trusted advisor for our for our customers. I mean, uh, advising them about what is the next step to take, uh, what what are their business challenges, uh, uh, and 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 try to identify how can digitization help with those business challenges. Yeah, brilliant. Sounds great. And and what was your kind of journey like to become to a CTO? Because I can imagine you had a very technical background. You had you were kind of, if I may use the word, I get told off for using this kind of quite you know geeky. And then you kind of moved into the leadership space. What was that like? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, 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 from education, I'm I'm a, I'm a computer scientist, uh, and I also have a bachelor degree in uh, in uh, international economics. So so. Not very geeky, I would say, uh, yeah. and it's it's actually some years since I I I I started started or stopped being very geeky, right? Because obviously, I mean, after my computer science, I mean, I, it, it was very much focused on on the programming part, etc., uh, understanding the technology. <laughs> but 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 for um, for last several years, it, it has it has definitely also been more on looking what are, what are the opportunities that technology brings instead of just the, the technology in, in details, right? Yeah. Uh, so, it, and it's, I would say it, it's, I mean, now when we're preparing for for, for, for our, our talk here, it has been um, interesting also thinking back about uh, these, these 30 years uh, uh, journey with, with technology, I mean, how, the, how much it has changed and, and probably also how much it hasn't changed actually, but that's another thing, right? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, but I, but I, I think I've always been fascinated about the opportunities for for technology to to really uh, yeah to 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 enable for change and and change to the better uh, for 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 most of the cases. I mean I, I think yeah everything you see uh, or most of the things you see with digitization, move uh, change the things to better whether whether it's a better place to work whether it's a better society uh, etc. Yeah so so it, it's been it's it's been fascinating right. Brilliant. Uh, Love it. Yeah, and and so the, the place where you kind of got to uh, DXC technology. I mean, what's the problem that they're solving in the market? But DXC is is again they they are 
they are leading uh, global leader in, in several areas, right? They, I mean, with one of 30,000 students, say we are solving any problems that is within, within uh, that could be solved with, with technology, right? It's, it's cybersecurity, I mean, uh, cloud security, sorry, cloud transformation, cloud operation yeah. uh, is, is, is an important part of it. Analytics, um, uh, we, we, are, we are very skilled at that one there. Legacy modernization, uh, which is also one of my key fair areas. Um, we, we have a significant experience from running a, a major part of, of the closed main, mainframes. Uh, so so uh, a lot of experience in legacy modernization. Um, so it's, it, it's, yeah, it, you can say we are, we have, we have, we are, we are covering the full stack, yeah. uh, both, both, uh, on the different technology levels, but also on the different ge geographies. Yeah, that's great. And I did kind of mention their legacy systems. I, I always find it fascinating because, uh, you know, there's a lot of legacy systems in organizations and they, the, 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 the challenge to kind of upgrade them, you know, um, and to kind of untangle them from the old systems is quite a, a journey, I imagine. But, 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 it, but it is, and, and, there's, and, and there's, of course, also the, the right steps, right, uh, to, to, to do it. Because first of all, they are, they are in many cases, these are the system that is running the, uh, uh, you would say, the world or the, the world of the business, right? Because so, 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 uh, so, so there's, of, of, of course, also questions about how much should you modernize. You, did, you definitely shouldn't just modernize just for modernization's sake. Yeah. Um, uh, but on the other hand, and hopefully this is also something we're going to talk about, it is also that that you obviously also need to prepare for the future, and 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 there's no magic in saying that 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 the future is going to be more digital and even more digital. And I think one of the important things to 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 consider is 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 that today you are very you're, you're focused very much on just connecting to the next in line, or you focus primarily you say internally. I mean, how can we use IT to optimize in, in internal processes? Uh, now, <laughs> many companies is also starting to, to, to look outside to how, how can we connect with our, our media business partners. Uh, but the next step here in the 2020s is going to be how to in, in, influence the digitization of the business ecosystems that you're part of. So you're part of a bigger network. So it's just not the next line that you're looking at. But it's just as much as is the full ecosystem, the full value chain that you are participating yes. in, and that does uh, bring significant uh, challenges uh, for for your IT systems. You probably still can use many of your legacy modernization, but they need to be prepared, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely not a message about just uh, throwing it all out and then um, putting something in. I mean, that's too risky. That could be uh, costly, etc. But it is uh, about modernization, you would say, in the right pace and with the right purpose. Brilliant. And so this brings us nicely now onto your your passion. I, I feel, you know, from what I've read about you and the work that you do and the, and the organizations you're kind of involved in. So what is your passion? But it's, it, it's I would say it's, it's yeah, coming back to what I said in the beginning, I mean, the opportunities that the digitization brings for, for, uh, for, for yeah, creating uh, a better a future for business societies and, and the globe, et cetera, right? Um, and, and, and to me, the, uh, the really exciting thing, and it's probably since I wrote my book, uh, Integration as Competitive Advantage back in, what's that? Yeah, mid of the, uh, uh, of the zeros, right? Where we discussed the service or the architecture uh, uh, and, and, and why that is important uh, for, for being part of a digital business ecosystem, as you say. And this is, uh, at least now, it, and, and since then, it's been the last 50 years, really has been my passion is about how can you actually 
um, yeah, as I said, both prepare, uh, but also lead, uh, at least have a conscious decision about taking uh, initiatives regarding your the business ecosystems that, that that you're part of, right? I mean, I uh, I, I did um, in the yeah, until 2010, I was in a project in, in Denmark regarding digital registration of tied onto properties in Denmark, uh, digitizing that part, uh, which I claim is the probably one of the most successful uh, public digitization initiatives, uh, and also seeing the impacts that that, that has had, had on the whole ecosystem around uh, 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 the registration of titles and properties, whether it's cars or houses, etc. In, mm. in Denmark, meaning you, you enable lawyers, um, uh, the banks, the, the um, um, uh, ah, now I forgot the English terms for it, but 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 all the others uh, involved in in the uh, in 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 in, uh, in properties in in, in buildings etc. Uh, to be actually part of one ecosystem, uh, digital connected through this one here, right? Yes. Um, and 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 I continue that journey. You can say uh, on uh, with with Mersk, where I was for well, for that seven or eight years, uh, looking at uh, digital innovations. And really try to to look at how can we actually optimize global trade, digitally optimize global trade. I mean that was really the, the, the most important part of, of, of my, my work. Mm. Uh, and, and, and that is definitely an ecosystem that needs to work together, right? From 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 the uh, from the goods has been produced or or is starting to be um, to be uh, transported in a container or or other ways. Uh, and, and then until it actually comes in the warehouse or in the supermarket close to you. Mm -hmm. Making make that, that whole, whole that whole ecosystem actually work digitally is a fascinating journey, and we're definitely yes. not there yet. But but there is movement in, in that direction. Brilliant. And and reading uh, some of your articles, um, I've not read your book yet, but your, your articles. It's in Danish, uh, Norwegian, so I. I oh, I, I, see, I have to learn Norwegian first. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, and so yeah, I mean, you, you talk about um, you know obviously looking at the kind of end to end. I love this idea of of uh, creating an end to end solution that serves all the different aspects of that that chain. You know, um, and it, you obviously talk about blockchain quite quite a lot. Um, I mean, is that the thing that's going to be the game changer, or is it already being the game changer in a lot of these kind of industries? No, definitely not. It hasn't, hasn't been, and 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 I'm probably also a lot more skeptical than many others are about uh, uh, blockchain, uh, because it it, it 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 does have some some significant value when when you uh, when when it's all about decentralization. Um, but the interesting thing, and I don't know how that has happened. Nowadays, is as blockchain has been positioned as a security technology, and a technology used for 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 exchanging information in. Um, in an ecosystem mm. uh, and 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 to me that has you you can do that just as well with traditional centralized technologies i mean we have seen all the deals of platforms I mean you have centralized databases and all this kind of thing so 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 it's it's it has been puzzling me uh, why why that has happened right because it's uh, it, it's it's i mean blockchain has has a lot more promise uh, but also a lot more challenges than just being uh, a secure way to to share data. Um, mm. So first of all, when you when you have to look at, at, at whether you're going to use blockchain or another technology, it is obvious the business model that is the important part. And it's whether you have a centralized business model, a distributed business model, or a decentralized business model. And it's only in the latter 
where if you look at blockchain, I've right. seen, and I, I, I would argue that 80% of the blockchain solutions I have seen has really had a centralized business model. And they should have used centralized technologies and they're going to fail because they're basing it, it, it on, on a decentralized technology. Right. So it, it, it's, it really is about the, um, the whole business model, which is no surprise, but this is why you're choosing, uh, choosing uh, uh, technology always. It is the business model that, that, that you're supporting. But for some reason, it has really been, uh, blockchain has in many cases really been a, uh, on a journey finding the problem to solve. And suddenly somebody has then said, are we gonna, it's, it's security and it is, uh, it, it is data sharing. And, and to me, this has nothing to do uh, with, with, with where blockchain strings is. Right. But that of course also limits then the areas where, where blockchain has potential. Right. Uh, because as I said, you need to have a decentralized business model. Uh, and, 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 and we haven't really seen many successful decentralized business models, if any, actually. We've seen some pilots here and there, but the challenge is, is with decentralization is the governance. It is the technology is not mature enough. There's also, and I guess we're going to talk about the uh, circular economy later, uh, yeah. but it, 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 there's also the whole sustainability challenge. I mean, you cannot uh, today uh, go out and, 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 and do any production on, uh, uh, on, on, on blockchain with this, uh, with this U2 uh, footprint that, that blockchain has. I mean, especially not because there's other technologies, right? Uh, and as I also said, the, the whole business model around uh, uh, having a decentralized platform because the decentralization means that nobody really owns it, right? The, the centralized platforms, they are, they are, they are you already have, have a well-established business model, right? You're placing yourself in the middle as a trusted third party, uh, and you basically piggybacking on the incumbent in the industry's investment in assets and services. I mean, say, we take hotels.com as one example. I mean, they are piggybacking on all the hotels, the Sheratons, the Hiltons, that yeah. has had huge investment in, build, in in creating hotels and all the services there, and they are just pay, placing themselves in the middle. They are not in, investing in any assets except for the computers, of course. And then they have they, they have they have they have become, uh, you would say, a new market leader in that area. So so that business model is clear. They take this twenty percent of the transaction, whatever it is there, and they live on, on basically beginning smarter and smarter for every transaction that goes through them because then they can put some AI uh, on top of that one and they can learn more about the ecosystem they are supporting. Mm. This is different with decentralization. Yes. Because because I mean, I mean, who wants to invest the first hundred million dollars in actually building the decentralized hotels.com or decentralized YouTube or Facebook, etc.? Because there's no money in it for you, right? You're not going to be the uh, uh, the, uh, uh, the trusted third party, uh, and this is the big challenge with uh, with, with with blockchain. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it is that that, we, that the 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 good business models hasn't really uh, matured. Yes, that's, that's very interesting, actually, because because uh, I was kind of racking my brain of how you create um, businesses and persuade businesses to do that. And, and again, of course, the bottom line is is an important part of uh, of all businesses. I mean, this is a, a fascinating and big topic. So let, let's talk about what are the benefits of having this kind of distributed system. What would the impact be? Because I imagine there's kind of challenges in the world that this kind of uh, creates a draw towards this kind of model. But, but, but there is definitely, I mean, there is some opportunities and it's, it's going to be, for, for example, if you, if, because there will be areas where you need to be able to have some kind of decentralization. Um, 
but but let me also and and, and let me actually just have just one 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 comment because I, I I did have the third one in the middle which were called distributed. Yes. Uh, one uh, and and just to understand this one, I mean mean uh, distributed. I mean with if you take the internet for example, the internet looks for all of us as if there's just one internet. But if we but we all know that it actually consists of a lot of uh, internet service providers that connect in the behind the scenes to give the impression of one internet. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they all run their own little, you could say, internet, their own little part of it, right? Mm. So, so, uh, uh, so there is opportunities for having a distributed model because uh, if if you have the different entities, and it could be countries, it could be businesses, and it could also be <laughs> some providers that that the group of businesses trust. But if they are running, for example, if you want to share data uh, about the products uh, that that where, where many is involved, then they can control the own their own data. Right. And then again, behind the scene, you can then uh, connect and it looks like there's one uh, database, uh, but it's actually controlled by the individual parties. Mm. I think that may be a, a lot more interesting uh, opportunities because both on the centralized and also decentralized, you actually send your data to yeah, either to the blockchain, which is, you can say, the trusted third party, but you say do the same thing on, 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 on the... Um, uh, uh, with with a centralized part where you also send your data or these transactions that go through this one here, with a distributed model, you actually have the ability uh, to keep the data for yourself or at least with your uh, uh, trusted third party, uh, but it still looks for the rest of the ecosystem as if there's one uh, database or one engine or whatever you want to call it that right. works seamlessly, similar to the internet. So it's basically, you would say, putting a layer on top of the uh, 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 of the internet. Um, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. I sound, Didn't make any sense. Yeah, it's, it's a fascinating subject. I, I must admit, my brain's kind of like racing away, trying to get, to get my head around, because it's very different. I mean, as we've mentioned a few times, very different to what we're kind of used to. So, so what are the benefits that you envisage or hope for that will come out of this uh, distributed and decentralized way of doing business. Yeah, and 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 I, but first of all, I think it's going to be a mix, right? It's going to be a mix of, of of some centralized because first of all, we have some very 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 strong players, and mm. they're not going to go away. I mean, the Amazon <laughs> is not going to go away. The Hotels.com, the Airbnb, uh, Google, YouTube, etc. They're not going to go away, right? Um, so there's going to be a mix of 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 um, uh, of centralized. Uh, and and there's going to be a mix of of of, of distributed uh, uh, and 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 some uh, decentralized, right? Where where I especially see some uh, where, where blockchain can add significant value is with uh, with the IoT parts, where, where you start to have 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 uh, uh, things starting to communicate with each other, perhaps making making agreements with each other. You have some autonomous software agents or whatever you want that that is representing you that you're allowed to actually. To start negotiating, you can buy. In, in, in the obvious or the typical used example is a, is a car, uh, autonomous car driving to uh, to a, a charging station, and it starts negotiating with the charging station uh, uh, about giving give me some 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 fuel etc. or some some electricity. Uh, I need to load up my battery, and then uh, um, yeah, and then they start to, to pay and they they they, they sign sign smart wow. contracts etc. Right. So, so, so this is the, uh, I mean, some of the examples. Um, 
Yeah. So, so, so there's opportunities, and also, I mean, the whole vision about uh, Ethereum with, with uh, as being the world computer. I mean, if, if that actually also materializes, that you start to kind of have have contracts uh, running on blockchain, immutable contracts uh, uh, running on on, uh, on on blockchain, gives some fascinating new opportunities uh, for for making very efficient digital deals uh, between, yeah those companies, but definitely also, as I said, things and persons and all these kind of things. So there's a lot of opportunities there. Yeah. But again, as I said, it's probably only 20% of the blockchain cases I've seen that is actually using the strengths of, of blockchain. The rest, uh, 80% is either have it distributed or a centralized uh, uh, um, business model, and they should look at different technologies. Yeah. I find it's fascinating that, you know, this kind of negotiation of, uh, of you know your purchase or your kind of the service that you want kind of happens behind the scenes and gets negotiated uh, kind of independently. I, I can't remember what the term was that you wrote in your article. I think it was it um, what uh, a autonomous software agents. Ah, that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly yeah, that one. Examples there, as you also talk about, this is this is uh, containers, right? I mean, uh, shipping containers. I mean, uh, uh, instead of having persons access to 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 uh, to, ne to negotiate where uh, the renting office curve of, of a container, you can just authorize your software agents to talk to the other software agents uh, and then do the negotiations. Yes. Wow. And, and, and this is, I mean, and, 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 and I guess, and, and yeah, you will need some kind of Ethereum actually to, uh, to enable that because you, again, either that or you will have a strong uh, trusted third party, a strong centralized uh, platform that controls yeah. it and you, and, and you don't want that. And this is also another interesting topic is the whole challenge that you see that that, that, that business uh, or that incumbent industry need to understand that they have from from uh, from digital platforms right because they are digital centralized digital platforms is emerging in any industry and 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 if they're not very careful the incumbent they will within a two three four five years find a new industry leader being the uh, uh, the digital platform because they have placed them in the middle uh, and they don't have all the, again, the investment in assets and investment in services. They have a connection to the full ecosystem and they're getting smarter and smarter as the transactions uh, goes through uh, the platform. Yes. So, so this is definitely also, and this is uh, an important part of also what I would say, talking to DXC customers about, right? It is that, that you need to understand that this is opportunity and a risk for you uh, as the incumbent. Uh, because you probably cannot live without being on a digital platform if it's already is there. And again, um, we saw examples in, in Denmark where, where YouTube, they, they, they removed all uh, Danish music because they couldn't agree with the, uh, with, with the, with the Danish association for, for, for uh, yeah, what you, you, yeah, uh, artists or whatever that is called. Sure. Um, it's, it's back on there, right? But the Danish uh, uh, artists couldn't live without YouTube, right? The same thing uh, uh, I did also read about the uh, hotels saying we don't want to be on on, on, on hotels.com we can do it ourselves oh yes and, yeah and, and 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 you cannot do that right you cannot do that you cannot uh, so they have a tremendous strength and that's going to be the same uh, in, in any other industries where this digital platform is emerging so oh. you cannot you cannot live without them but if you allow them to grow big and strong you have the yeah you will find a new industry leaders within two three four five years in your industry which is, yeah, can be a challenge, right? So the alternative, and this is also where the distributed and perhaps to, to some extent also the uh, 
decentralized part is to, to, to set up a, a distributed platform where again the incumbent in the industry controls their own data so they're not sending it to a, to a, to a third party but it looks like there's one digital platform mm. there's again some challenge about how do you set up a good business models and all these kind of things uh, but the in incumbent needs to understand that that if they're not doing something uh, they will yeah somebody else will, will be the trust we also do it yeah. In the middle. yeah yeah that's great i've got a question around helping the world okay so sometimes there's a kind of hope that technology is going to make a big difference and it's going to shift things in the right way and one of the areas that um you know we've, we've spoken around offline is is around the kind of circular economy you know and, and global okay. global climate goals what where does where does this kind of ideas that you've kind of presented kind of help in that so if, if, if we start with the with the um, linear economy as we have today, I mean, the linear economy really works that, that you start uh, digging up materials, raw materials from, 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 the, uh, uh, from the earth uh, uh, through mining. Uh, this, uh, these materials is then uh, produced into sub, uh, to parts, um, probably many steps in, in, in a way there. They're assembled at a product manufacturing and then they are self, uh, sold um, uh, as a service or it's, it's sold for, for, uh, for the, uh, <coughs> sorry, uh, yeah, to the, to the consumer or to businesses. Um, and, and when it's, when it's end, of, end, of, end of life, uh, it is basically just thrown out and, and new uh, iterations is coming in. Uh, there's only, I think it's, it's less than 10% of, of, of our materials is actually being reused. Uh, and some of it is the reuse is actually energy recovery, uh, which we, for example, in Denmark is, is fairly proud of. We are, doing, we, are, we are doing significant more energy recovery than we do landfill. But the problem is that when you have burned uh, something, the uh, uh, the rare materials that is in the um, in 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 in, this, in the uh, products that you burn is gone forever. Sure. And it's it, it's it's per, perhaps important to understand. I mean, it's it's gone forever, right? So 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 perhaps uh, uh, those companies that, that that is just storing a lot of the things in landfills is actually doing a better job because they, then at least you can start to recover the gold or the yeah or, or the rare materials that <laughs> right. is in your. Part, right so this is the linear economy this is the one we have today so the circular economy is really trying to keep keep uh, products within uh, uh, within uh, the um, yeah within the loop as long as possible mm -hmm. and in their uh, uh, original con uh, quality so so this means that, that that you need to design your your products to be a lot easier to repair than you had today um, uh, design it to be reused, redistributed, uh, uh, to be refurbished, remanufacturing, etc. Uh, and and in the end, there will of course be some recycling. But it's important to understand that that, that the circular economy is not a recycling uh, economy like 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 it, it is in in the impression of many. It is actually designing your products differently, so it's as I said, can easily be repaired. Can easily be reused in other places, perhaps in other for other conditions, um, redistributed, remanufactured, um, or refurbished before it's recycled. So it's only the last thing that it is recycled. And the important thing is also that is that it's also important that it's recycled into their original uh, uh, quality. So so you don't degrade the quality as you often see for some recycling of steel. Uh, 
uh, <laughs> it is uh, it's then a lower quality of steel and and, yes. and it's similar with other materials. So so the whole circle economy means that that that, that is um, that the, the whole circle had to work together and there's many actors in there. Uh, uh, and uh, so there's a couple of messages there. For, so for, first of all, uh, I would say that the only way to achieve the global climate goals is by adopting a global circular economy. I mean, right now we are, we are trying to, uh, to reach the climate goals by basically electrifying uh, a lot of our, uh, a lot of the things we, we, we are doing. Uh, uh, but, but this is not sufficient. Right. We would say this is, this is the, uh, the low hanging fruits, uh, which is important to harvest as well. But it, it, it doesn't bring us all the way. Yes. Uh, so 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 a global the circular economy. But uh, do of course need to have some attractive business models. Uh, so so it's 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 interesting for for businesses to change, but also because we I mean we also have to uh, to, uh, to to see that the linear economy has moved billions of people out out of out of poverty, poverty uh, and the, the the circular economy need to continue that journey as well, right? Because if you're not moving people out of poverty, they wouldn't care uh, at all about the, the climate change. Yes. So it's important to have these, uh, uh, these uh, attractive business models. And, and the message is then also that the, the attractive business model, circular economy business model, they can only be realized through uh, uh, some efficient digitization. Right. Um, um, and this is probably no surprise. This is also what is happening here. But what I'm arguing also is that 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 if we actually able to create a digital backbone for the circular economy, you can say some kind of digital platform, etc., uh, for the circular economy that supports the different circular economy business models, we're able to reduce cost, time, and risk in uh, in, in in realizing uh, digital uh, sorry circular uh, economy business models. Uh, and that would be the, 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 the most important contributor to uh, accelerating the circular economy and therefore accelerating the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, us, us reaching the global climate goals. Right. So did it make and, some sense? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm kind of curious around efficient digitalization. What does that mean? Efficient digitalization, but it, it, it means a number of things. First of all, um, uh, you, you need to... Um, Everyone needs to be able to to participate, because as I said, if 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 if, if this is only for the few, we will not reach the uh, the circular economy. So so there is some e efficiency in uh, trying to make I call it a global public good or something like. But at least it had to be fairly politically, commercially, and competitively neutral uh, for 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 uh, for having companies to use it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that, and and I. And I don't see, and we could of course have this decentralized as a platform again, as we talked about, but I do not see a benefit in, in having one company uh, controlling the circular economy. I mean, that, that, is, that is definitely not an interest. And, and uh, so, so, so that's definitely one of the, uh, uh, the thing. Another thing that I'm also advocating is that this, this also had to be based on, on some open APIs uh, uh, and, and, and also governed as a, as a global public good. Uh, because that will allow you to have, uh, <coughs> sorry, to have, uh, I, I call it the wisdom of the crowd, uh, which is really, I mean, allow innovators to build uh, on top of the APIs, on top of the, the infrastructure, the digital backbone for the circular economy, build innovating uh, products. And you need to do that because we, we, we've seen it again with the, 
with the internet, I mean, now when we had it, we had a digital backbone for, you can say, uh, for, for, for business and or for the societies, right? Mm. Uh, but it, this means that, that the, the, the innovative capability exploded because when you, when you create one thing, uh, a homepage somewhere around the world, it is available everywhere else, right? Yes. Same thing with, with Apple's uh, App Store. I mean, if, if you see their, their iPhones as a kind of common infrastructure, I mean, you create an app uh, somewhere around the world and it's immediately available for, for the rest of the globe. So mm-hmm. I think that is, the, that, that is the same characteristic we need to have for, for a, 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 a backbone for the circular economy, because it definitely has shown that this is accelerating uh, the innovative capabilities and, and, and accelerating the best benefits, right? You can mm-hmm. also see it uh, from the, when we created railroads out in the US back in the, uh, whenever they created those, <laughs> it accelerated the business, right? Or the telephone for that matter of fact, or the yes. containerization of, 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 of trade definitely also was an accelerator because now we had a shared infrastructure that we all trusted, that we all knew. We, if we built uh, for, for that infrastructure, it yeah. is useful uh, globally. And this is an important part of, of, of building a digital backbone for the circular economy. Yeah. And as I said, to me, it is a prerequisite for, for, for reaching the, the climate goals uh, in a timely manner. So coming back to yourself as a, as a tech leader in this space, I mean, it's great to hear your passion. It's a fascinating subject and I could speak hours with you about this Henry um but I'd also like to kind of touch on you you as a tech leader what's the what's the thing as a tech leader that keeps you up at night what's what's the challenges that you face on a day-to-day or kind of future kind of basis but if if, if there's one thing that keeps me up at night I don't know if it's as a tech leader uh but I think I mean mean, the whole challenge with ransomware yes it is yeah keep it yeah well, that's keeping me up at night, but it is really a big concern, right? Because been 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 suddenly a completely new uh, uh, type of, uh, of of crime has emerged, uh, and we don't really have the weapon yet to to fight it. I know here at DXC we have we are we are looking into to something uh, to to some uh, way we have something called DXC Ward and and other things that protect your backup, uh, but but, uh, but but we don't really have the weapon yet, right? Uh, uh, mm-hmm. And also, and, and, and we talked about cryptocurrency, and this is definitely the, um, the flip side of the whole uh, blockchain and cryptocurrency part, is that, 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 that uh, cryptocurrencies has enabled uh, that you're now able to, to pay these uh, 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 people that, that is taking you as a hostage, right? Yes. Uh, because if, 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 you were, if, if you were going down and pay a million, 10 millions, and ask your bank to transfer it to uh, somewhere in Russia. Yeah, they would probably say no, right? Now the cryptocurrency has <laughs> actually made it easy and, and all this kind of thing. And this is this is definitely the back uh, the, the flip side of of the whole cryptocurrency part. It is that that is not more controlled. And I'm actually you can say I'm I'm actually surprised that 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 there is not more initiatives because because I mean today cryptocurrencies, whether Bitcoin or others, I mean it's 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 used for for speculation. Uh, and it's mm. used for crime. I mean, yes. I mean, I mean that's it. That's ransomware, and it's used for yeah, yes. paying whatever crime you 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 have. You 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 use cryptocurrency to pay for it, right? And and coming just kind of touch on your leadership again. I mean, one of the things that you know um, we're all working remotely now. I imagine you are as well. In fact, I know you are because I can see you on screen. Um, <laughs> and we had a topic. We had a discussion about this. Um, what are the challenges that you found around your kind of leadership working remotely? Um, 
and how have you kind of overcome them? What are your kind of tips for other tech leaders out there or leaders? I don't know if I have have some tips, but it is, but that is, I mean, when 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 you start up uh, uh, conversations like like ours here on the, on the conference, and again, it's 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 fascinating, both fascinating and also a bit concerning that that, that, that most of my 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 colleagues, I haven't seen right, I only seen them on on the screen right, so it's so it's it's definitely important, like like we also did, I mean, have start start to have a short chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how's your day and those kind of things, right? Because I'm also been meetings where you start uh, right on, and and it's it, it's it's of course more efficient somehow, but it's but it, but it can also be hard if 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 you don't have these little chats and the, and said a little bit what have you been doing in the weekends and those kind of things, right? Yes. So so yeah. I think this is probably the small thing, and and you of course also need to be visible on your yeah. on your um, um, uh, yeah, with, with, uh, on your screen. That may, but that's that's that, that's may be actually one of my the things I'm I'm, I'm very advocate for is that that people need to turn on their uh, their cameras. Yes. Okay. If 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 you are in a in a meeting with twenty persons, that's perhaps okay. But even there, right? Turn it on, right? Yeah. Because it, it, it just it, it's terrible just talking to a blank to a, to a, to a to a dark screen. Yeah, um, that's right. Um, Yeah, and 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 one of the things you probably also need to—I'm I'm probably not that good at it—but it is also to remember also to take the the, the advantages of working from home, right? Yeah. So you have you 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 can actually—I mean, I'm looking forward to here uh, here in the winter, right? Bef- before when I when I was commuting for the back, I mean, I have a dog, right? And and, uh, and then I then I walk the dog uh, in in the dark, right? With a with 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 a flashlight. <laughs> Yes, uh, but, but you need to, right? Because as you, it has to have the, uh, uh, the walk in the morning. So now I'm looking forward to when I'm actually then can allocate an hour or whatever it is around lunch, so I can actually get out in the sunshine or when mm. it's shot, at least in the light. Uh, yes. So, 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 um, so also the, the, these kind of things I think is also important uh, when when you're working from home. Right? So as we come towards the kind of closing arc of the podcast, Henrik, um, I've got some nice warm questions to ask you. One of the ones I would like to ask you is around your advice for aspiring tech leaders out there, the up and coming leaders. What advice would you give them to maybe speed up and make their journey to tech leadership easier and faster? But I would I would say again, it, it, uh, be be brave or be uh, have, have your have your visions and right and 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 and, and trust in them and and and. Uh, uh, and also show the way, right? You know, I've, I've been trying to, as you saw about the, the circular economy, but also the work I did for World Economic Forum, etc. Going in and say this is what is needed, right? Even, even if it's if, even if it is some uh, some 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 big challenges that you're addressing. I mean, somebody needs to to uh, to, to start talking to them, uh, and 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 I think this is this is at least where I've been been trying to say, okay. We need to solve these problems here, and this can only only be solved together. Uh, so, talked about in the beginning about with the business ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So, it's a big problem, it's a big challenge, but you need to do it, right? Here you go. I love this bit. So, I'm going to pretend to be a tech genie. Okay, I'm going to offer you a tech wish for your tech leadership. What would you wish for? On 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 tech, but 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 it is absolutely then it is that we actually can realize this this backbone for the digital for, for the circular economy. Uh, that that we uh, uh, because as I said it, it will make so much sense it will be good for for businesses it's good for for the climate and we need that one uh, it is 
uh, and it's not gonna gonna uh, challenge the uh, the big move that we have had in, in reducing poverty uh, for the last 50 years probably or something like that uh, uh, and, and 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 all that can only be accelerated uh, if we have a digital backbone so that's definitely will be my my Brilliant. biggest yeah. I love it. I love that win, win, win. So I'm going to do my best to make that come true for you, Henrik, and, <laughs> and for right. everyone else and for humanity. Okay. <laughs> no, but, and, it is, but it is, but, but an interesting thing also that when we talk about the business ecosystem in general, right, it is that there is a lot of win, win, win in, in, in these situations. Um, um, so, um, yeah. Let's make it happen. That's right. And as we come to the full stop of the time we have together, uh, what advice, what key takeaway would you like to leave the men, women, tech leaders out there as a kind of parting comment? But but the main, it's, it's probably going to be, be again around the business ecosystem. But it is that you need to prepare your IT systems now for for uh, for uh, the the situation where you have. Where, where you are uh, an attractive part of the of the business ecosystem. I mean, uh, where 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 you have where, where the whole business ecosystem is working on being the most um, efficient business ecosystem. Right? You're saying. Uh, I mean, uh, there was a guy, Jim, Jim Rice from from uh, from MIT. He he he's saying that the future of competition will not be company versus company. It's going to be value chain versus value chain, or supply chain versus supply chain. Right? Wow. Uh, and you need to make sure that you are an efficient player in whatever value chain that you're going to participate in. And you can only do that by being an attractive digital business player. So, so, so this means that you really need to yeah, prepare your IT system for, for, for being there. It's already there in some, con some, some context, uh, but definitely in the, let's say, the 2030s um, or the end of the 2020s, probably more. That is going to be the way you're going to do business. And then at the same time, of course, prepare for the circular economy. Excellent. That's a great note to finish on. Thank you for your time, Henry. It's been great having you on CTO Confessions. It's been a fantastic, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Well, it's great to meet someone else with that similar passion for systems thinking as I do. Henrik's perspective on making sure your business is an attractive part of your business's ecosystem is a really interesting one. It got me thinking about how businesses are sitting strong in their market and those that are struggling. You've got to think about the wider ecosystem where you sit in the supply chain and see how you can fit in the space that you're in better. So what were your key takeaways? These were mine. Number one, set your business or your division for long-term success by making it highly integratable or integrated into the business ecosystem of which you sit in. It will create a sharp edge of business competitiveness and also make your business more agile in the market that you're in. Things that come to mind are things like APIs and easy integration. My second key takeaway is a not so positive takeaway about blockchain. My suspicions that this tech has been oversold and maybe even misused, not really needed in some use cases. As Henrik says, it's got its advantages, but it also has its downsides. One particular one that he mentioned was how does it fit into workable business models? Has one been proven where you can make money using blockchain or gives you that competitive edge? I.e. where's the business sense in it? My third and final key takeaway is about how important circular economies are for the well-being of the planet and our local or national economy. 
there's some kind of elegance around this. I really hope in the coming year we see circular economies starting to take the lead in how businesses are run. I'm quite excited about this. So thank you for your time, Henrik. I really hope to see more of your articles on the subjects that you are passionate about, i.e. ecosystems and circular economies. Thank you for your time, sir, and keep fighting that good fight. And finally, remember to subscribe to CTO Confessions podcast and IT Labs newsletter, where you get regular tech articles and invites to the IT Labs webinar series. URLs for this can be found at the bottom of this page. We are consistently creating material to create, nurture and support a community of tech leaders. And of course, if you want to know more about IT Lab services, including our Teams as a Service service, please don't hesitate to get in touch. As mentioned in the intro, please think of us like tech leaders' favourite off-the-shelf service, providing agility, high-performing teams off that shelf with a wide breadth of skill and knowledge. Well, that's all, folks. Look after each other and keep safe. Wishing you all a good day or evening, wherever you are in the world, from all of us here at IT Labs. Live long, live well and prosper. Until we meet again on the next CTO Confessions podcast.